You're listening to the You're Such a Catch podcast with your host, Aaron, <laughs> whose journey in dating and relationships is on full display for your empowerment, education, and honestly, your entertainment too. Welcome to You're Such a Catch. I'm Aaron. If you're tuning in for the first time, consider it a sign, a synchronicity that you found this podcast on this exact episode. And if you're a loyal YSC listener, maybe you're part of the guy tribe or girl gang, I'm really excited to share this with you today. Friends, this is life-changing stuff if you put it into action. But before I share what's going to get those wheels turning and get you thinking retrospectively, I want to share a little bit about what spurred this episode on and why it's important for all of us who are constantly working hard to grow and evolve into the best version of ourselves. With that said, please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. That little action is a win-win. It lets you know when a new YSC episode drops, and it also helps ensure this podcast is searchable to others, maybe others who are just like you that might be trying to make a positive change in their life. It increases our community footprint. And if you're looking for more of a community, feel free to join our private YSC Facebook group or join the conversation on social media at You're Such a Catch And you can always reach out to me one-on-one. My contact information is linked in the episode notes. I'm going to share a little bit about my life in the present moment, and I'm going to do so by breaking it down into categories. You'll understand why in a minute. The categories are relationship, career, mind and body, wealth and abundance, and passion and joy. For those of you who have been following my journey since this podcast started, You know that this year, 2021, I got the plot twist I had been patiently waiting for. I met a man who made me his girlfriend after being single for the better part of, what, the last six years? (laughs) This journey started with a list titled, My Dream Man, contrived in the notes section of my iPhone on August 9th, 2015. Following the creation of that list was a lot of hard work to regain my confidence, my identity, and to really learn how to love myself again after my divorce. There were a lot of factors that impacted the manifestation of my relationship and my person. And part of why I want to share this message today is to help you realize that we can speed up the process in which we change our reality. It's an option, a viable one, but we have to commit to what's necessary to put that change into motion. We have to understand how it works. When I finally quieted my fears, you know, those thoughts, what if I choose poorly again? In my anxieties, will I get the chance to be a mother? Do good guys even still exist? And when I altered my mindset coming from a place of peace, positivity, and abundance, I told the universe I was ready to receive love. That date was December 17th, 2020. You guys, 27 days later, 27 days later, I received a six-minute voice note via email, a 59-second video via Instagram, and a text letting me know to check both my inbox and my DMs, and that was it. My dream man, the guy I envisioned when I made the list and morphed that list over the years, shifting it from aesthetics to characteristics, he found me uniquely in divine timing and my life will never be the same. I want you to have the same, should that be your desire. In terms of career, I'm really trying not to give energy to the past, 
but it's an important part of my story, so it's worth notating as breadcrumbs supporting today's message. I was thriving, or so I thought, in my 16-year career in the automotive space. I was traveling about three days a week, in and out of hotels, airports, eating out all the time. I was a road warrior. Of course, this impacted other aspects of my life my dating life, my health, my sanity. I was in a constant state of exhaustion. I was earning a decent living, but I was so busy working, I was neglecting creating a life for myself. Fast forward during the pandemic, the unthinkable happened. Well, it was the unthinkable to me until it happened. (laughs) I was laid off as well as almost 15,000 others in my company. Now, this was pre-relationship. This was Aaron who believed in the law of attraction and manifestation, who had a vision board and had done the work laying out what life looked like five years from now in all those categories I mentioned before, relationships, career, mind and body, wealth and abundance, passion and joy. Did that girl really trust the process? I did. I took a leap of faith after realizing the car business wasn't mentioned in my five-year vision for my future. What was mentioned? Helping others through my words on this podcast, through my blog, using my creativity, something I'd been repressing and not practicing because there's only so much creativity that can circulate in a corporate job. How clever could I really be entering notes into Salesforce? And the lack of motivation, time, and energy on the weekends to create, you can't create when you're depleted. In hindsight, I believe the universe helped me do what would have been very difficult for me to do in a timely manner move toward what I wanted as a full-time job. Now, it's important that I touch on a couple of things here because I want to demonstrate that when you're open to opportunity, opportunity will find you. When you're closed off, you're potentially missing out on blessings, synchronicities, and you're prolonging the time it will take to achieve your goals and desires. The example I want to use is my desire to make snail mail hip again, (laughs) where handwritten letters, notes, cards are a thing. I mean, how much fun is it to get mail that's not a bill and also not an advertisement that goes straight from your mailbox to your recycle bin? In lockdown, my friend Kara sent our group of girlfriends a postcard every single day. Every day, I checked my mail and I got a message from her, from the heart, in her handwriting. How special is that? So I decided to start a greeting card line associated with You're Such a Catch. I love greeting cards, and I consider myself a better writer than I do conversationalist in terms of communicating my thoughts. My girl Cash helped me come up with a tagline from pod to paper, and my brand visionary Sydney helped with the designs. I gathered listeners from the pod and close friends who I knew would share their honest feedback, and voila, the You're Such a Catch greeting card line went from an idea to a concept to a tangible product that just made its way into its first brick and mortar store, my favorite store in Hermosa Beach, Curious. I wanna highlight that before the cards had been printed, I had reached out to the owners of Curious and planted the seed of what I wanted to grow, a partnership where they'd sell my cards, which fit the demo of their vibe perfectly. After planting that seed, I envisioned those cards on the shelves in their store. I envisioned girls picking them up, reading them out loud to their girlfriend, sharing a laugh, I could feel the sentiment and experience the emotion if one of those cards was given to me. Daydreaming turned this goal into a reality. I could continue to share more about this career adaptation and process. It could honestly be its own episode, 
But I will save that for another day because I still need to touch on mind and body, wealth and abundance, and passion and joy. I recently shared on an episode my weight, the exact three digits, and I said how I had been trying to lose weight and attain a goal for years now. My goal weight of 145 pounds moved from 2018 to 2019 to 2020 goals and still remains my goal today in 2021. I work out almost every single day. I have a Peloton. I see a trainer three times a week and I have for years. I don't eat terribly, but I realize that I do a lot of things that counteract the physical effort I'm exerting. I also have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, which makes weight loss more difficult but not impossible. Authenticity is important to me, so I wanted to share my struggle aloud on the podcast, and in doing so, I also wanted to speak my goal into existence. That episode came out March 30th, 2021. A little over a month later, here I am, down six pounds and counting. This is important to notate because prior, I was stagnant. I had plateaued. But what I've learned along with what I'm eventually going to share today, don't worry, I'm going to get there, is if you want to attain something you don't have, you are going to have to do something you haven't done. When it comes to wealth and abundance, most people fixate on money. They think the meaning is synonymous, and it's not. For me, wealth and abundance is living comfortably, not stressing over materialistic goods, having all I need, and expressing gratitude for what I have. And Also understanding there isn't a cap on wealth in the world. There's enough to go around. I also see wealth as knowledge, investing in myself, and owning my time. As I transition from the corporate world into entrepreneurship, I have to trust and believe that I'm following my passion and aligning myself up to eventually earn a living through your such a catch. It's a major mindset shift, but as I do this in real time, It's fun, and it can be used as a proof of concept. The last thing I want to touch on is what brings passion and joy. For me, passion and joy come from traveling, watching my beloved Los Angeles Chargers play, creating memories and moments where I'm so present, it feels as if the world has paused so I can take the experience all in. A few places on my bucket list include Spain, Italy, and France. I've envisioned what this trip looks like for years. Everything from the bold colors and the picturesque scenery to the way the pasta and the wine will taste. Allow yourself to daydream. I do. Okay, so why did I just share with you a little about relationships, career, mind and body, wealth and abundance, and passion and joy? Those are going to be your primary categories for your vision board. We're not going to get into vision boards or future boards in depth today, but this all ties together because once I review this concept with you, you'll want to go ahead and rethink your goals, your desires, and your vision for the future. When you do that exercise, I want you to try and do so with those categories in mind because they summarize all aspects of life. And if you're like me, you'll find it a bit like juggling. We may have a few balls in the air all at once, but essentially once we're vibrating as our highest selves, we'll notice we can manifest and create realities in all aspects of our lives, not just one. Hopefully as I was talking and sharing with you a bit from my life and my perspective, you were also thinking about your own life and making notes of what you'd like to change or what you'd like your reality to be. Oh, this is so good. Okay, I can't wait to hear from you after this. So what if I told you that you could consciously create your future? 
Some of you just rolled your eyes. Some of you are intrigued. Others might even think, this is too woo-woo and I'm going to stop listening. (laughs) Please don't hear me out on this and then come to your own conclusion. The concept comes from a neuroscientist and meditation expert, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He does a great job breaking this down so we can easily digest the information. The human mind is programmed to reflect what we already know. It keeps a record of our past. Okay, are you following? Think about it. Did your brain change at all today? You woke up the way you always do. For me, to my alarm on my iPhone, I roll over, I turn it off, I lay in bed a minute, I check my texts, I glance at my emails, and then I bounce out of bed, I use the restroom, and I head to the kitchen for my first cup of coffee. I sit down, I list my gratitudes in my gratitude journal, then I get ready, making myself appear in the mirror the way the world knows me. Then I go about my work schedule, fitting in a workout. I interact with the same people who know how to press my emotional buttons. In the evening, I fix dinner. I relax a minute. And then I go to bed to wake up the next day and rinse and repeat. Each day, I'm thinking all the same thoughts as I usually do. I'm performing all of the same actions that create the same experiences that produce the same emotions, expecting something to change. Essentially, you begin to think equal to your environment. Let me use the example of being single. When you're single and you're stuck on the hamster wheel of dating, you're going through the same motions as a single person, fixating on the lack of a partner. And you do so each and every day, which then reinforces your reality of being single. You essentially create more of the same. To truly change your reality, you have to think greater than your environment. You have to have a vision for what you want your life to look like. This is where that vision board or future board with those categories, relationships, career, mind and body, wealth and abundance, and passion and joy comes into play. To really evoke change, you have to start to live as if that reality is actually happening now. You have to believe in a future that you can't see or experience with your senses. Remember, our mind reflects what we know, and it's keeping a record of our environment from our past. So if you've thought about something enough times, your brain will change and it will look like that event has already happened. Neuroscience says it's possible. Your personality creates your personal reality. I can attest to this. Your personality is made up of how you think, act, and feel. Are you happy with your present personality or do you want to create a new personal reality? When I was single, I wanted a new personal reality. Transitioning from the corporate world to entrepreneurship, I desire a new personal reality. Losing weight, being a healthier version of myself, I want to alter my personal reality. So how do we do this? We have to change the thoughts we're thinking, behaviors and habits we're demonstrating, and we have to alter the emotions we memorized. They've become our identity, and that's not who we want to be anymore. We want to be someone else, a higher vibrational version of ourselves. Are you following? So as we keep thinking the same thoughts, performing the same actions, and living the same experiences that produce the same emotions, we're creating the same reality. There's a principle in neuroscience that Dr. Joe Dispenza references. Nerve cells that fire together, wire together. So when we keep repeating the same states of mind and body, our brain fires the same sequences, the same patterns, and the same combinations. So as we continue to remind ourselves of who we are, we're causing our brain to fire in the exact same way. 
And when the brain fires and wires in the same pattern, over time, the brain moves into a finite signature, which is called your personality. Now, your brain is wired to run these programs redundantly because we continue to do the same things over and over. We're creatures of habit. So to change the mind, we have to make the brain work in new sequences, new patterns, new combinations. How do we do this? With knowledge. Every time you learn something new, you make a new connection in your brain. Isn't this wild? Learning is creating new connections. Retaining is remembering those connections. So every time you have a thought, your brain releases a chemical. And this is where it gets fascinating because as you have these thoughts, they turn on circuits in your brain which fire a sequence, a pattern, and a combination And the brain makes a chemical for you to begin to feel exactly the way you were just thinking. Now, positive thoughts put certain circuits into motion and negative thoughts put a different set of circuits in motion and a different combination, a different sequence, and a different pattern. And because the brain is in constant communication with your body, depending on your thoughts, positive or negative, you begin to think the way you feel, which makes more chemicals for you to feel the way you think and then think the way you feel. And some people don't realize the connection between the two and they live their whole lives stuck in this matrix, being caught on this hamster wheel, which creates a state of being. This is when your mind and body are working together or your thoughts and feelings are aligned to a concept. Thoughts are the language of the brain and feelings are the language of the body. When mind and body are both aware of something, that's called a habit. A habit is when the body is the mind. Now bear with me because I know this can seem a little bit complex, but this is where Dr. Joe Dispenza exploits the real game changer. Are you ready for this bomb? 95% of who you are by the age of 35 is a set of memorized behaviors, emotional reactions, and beliefs and perceptions that we've been programmed with Whereas that other 5% of your conscious mind begins to work against the 95% of what you've memorized. So for example, let's say you set out to start thinking positively, but you are feeling negatively. You want to create your future board to pin photos of all you want to achieve in life, but you have feelings of being unworthy. This is mind and body opposition. We have to recondition the body to a new mind. Dr. Joe Dispenza uses this example, and it's true. We all have this friend, the friend who's memorized suffering, or maybe this is even you. You ask them, did you do the homework assignment in Sarah Centrella's Future Board book? Their response, no. Hey, did you check out that YouTube video I sent you? You know, the one on uh, self-development? No. Do you want to go for a walk or maybe watch the sunset with me? No. They're insisting on this neurochemical order that no person, no thing, no experience can move me from it. They're stuck in a state of being. Most people don't want to work on themselves, but you aren't most people. You're still listening and tuned into this message I'm trying to share, this message that will change your life. Don't be like most people and wait for trauma, disease, or loss to change the trajectory of your life. I just said, you're not most people. Why wait? We can learn and change in the state of pain and suffering, which tends to be what most people will choose to do, or we can learn and change in the state of joy and inspiration. We have the ability to reprogram our mind and our body to start achieving our desires, wants, and goals. This isn't a gimmick. 
I'm living proof that this works. Now, it's a work in progress, and just like you, I'm human. I make mistakes. I'm going to have good days and bad days. I'm going to have high vibrational days where joy, creativity, and happiness exude. And I'm going to have low vibrational days where I experience self-doubt, anxiety, and feeling unworthy. The difference is awareness. Understanding how the mind and body work and having grace until I'm able to reboot my system, my sequences, my patterns, and combinations... Slowly but surely, I'm changing my mindset and unplugging from the chemicals released from negative thoughts. Those chemicals don't serve me. They're toxic and I need to break free from the body wanting to revert back to what it knows. It's possible. I can do this and so can you. We can start today, immediately. It's a marathon, not a sprint, so be patient. Everyone has to start somewhere and starting now is better than starting on Monday or next year. We have one life to live. Let's make it count. Thanks for tuning into your Such a Catch. I have no doubt that if you put this method of rewiring your mind and body into play, that you'll be in a different place mentally, physically, and emotionally. A place in which you're ready to receive, whatever that might be. Maybe it's a significant other. Maybe it's a new career, an opportunity. Maybe it's an experience. You'll be opening up yourself to possibility. And that's all you need to do to let the universe know you're ready. And once you understand how this works, you can allow yourself to dream, to pin those photos from Pinterest onto your vision board and to map out your future. This is the stage in which I'm at. And I know I created a vision board going into 2021 that I'm currently manifesting. I'm watching in real time my dreams take life. So it's only appropriate that I don't limit myself and I reevaluate all that future board holds. I can't wait to show you what my 2021 future board 2.0 looks like. We are on our way. Consider joining me on this journey if you're not there already. And if you're feeling stuck or you're struggling with where to begin, reach out and schedule a 15-minute discovery call with me. No guy tribe or girl gang member left behind. We're moving forward. We're not most people. We're changing the world, starting with our immediate reality. There's a link to my calendar in the episode notes. Should you want a hype woman, someone to hold you accountable, someone to hold your hand and go through this together, I've got you. Until next week, get your mind and body aligned and those chemicals balanced. You have dreams to make into a reality.